Hey guys, it's Casey here. I wanted to tell y'all about the launch party and live recording we're hosting on March 26th at Go Bar in Athens, Georgia. It's on a Monday, so I know you'll probably be feeling like death after a long day, so you should really come party with us. We're going to have a ton of prizes from Fuel Hot Yoga, Elite Pet Sitting, Dance FX, Kinship Goods, Horror Pack, Spooky Kitty Creations, Zombie Donuts and Coffee, Atomic Vintage, Pure Bar, and get this, grand prizes include a makeover to get you looking open casket good with beauty services from the plant shelf, that's me, and a $100 gift card and a two-hour styling session from Cheeky Peach Boutique. Uh, and then we're going to have a dream vacation getaway stay at Omni Resorts on Amelia Island. In addition to these awesome giveaways, we've got some delicious drink specials, a special performance by Cam from Episode 3, and DJ Twin Powers will be spinning tunes late into the night. So come join us for a night of fun, laughter, dancing, and borderline debauchery that will surely resurrect your spirit for the rest of the work week. Hi, everyone. We are back. Hi. <sighs> Feels good. This is Laura. This is Casey. And you're listening to Funeral Stories. Funeral Stories. Funeral Stories. From beyond the grave. From beyond the grave? (laughs) If you subscribe to Patreon, you'll get to hear that little snippet. (laughs) And you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. So, yeah. Patreon. Oh, goodness. You've got to forgive us. We're (laughs) a little tired. Spent the night driving. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, just a little bit sleepy. Yeah, this is cluster two of recordings. And we get so excited before, we're, like when we see each other and before <laughs> recordings, it's just kind of a yeah. moment. And, and then, then we, we don't, and then we don't sleep like we should. So we're going to try to get the energy up here. Just yeah, him. trying, trying. So, Casey, we've released several episodes now. Yeah. It's been a roller coaster. It's been awesome. Yes, it has been awesome. So I was shocked by the, I hate to say shocked, but I was pleasantly surprised by the amount of positive feedback we've gotten. And uh, this is obviously a dark subject sometimes, so we didn't necessarily know how people would receive it. So we're really happy to know that you guys like it for the most part. Yes. And thank you so much for the reviews. And the, yes. Oh my gosh, the <laughs> reviews. Thank you. We need, really need those. Yeah. And I'm really grateful that if you didn't like it, you didn't leave a review. <laughs> we really so appreciate we, that. We almost are as grateful for that. <laughs> <laughs> I would, yeah, definitely. And and so that still stands. Yes. If you like it, please give us five stars. Because all the hustling we do for one review, if we get a bad one, it just uh, completely... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll take a four star. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. We don't have to be perfect. Yeah, no. We're not perfect. <laughs> 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 oh, bad news, guys. We're not perfect. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, but we did a couple of different formats, so it's been interesting to hear which uh formats people they've reacted they've reacted to them so differently I yes feel like. we've but, kind of released one of every category that we want to go into so we've done the yeah yeah and it's been fun it's been fun listening back i think the thing that surprised me the most is that people don't hate our accents uh yes <laughs> number one <laughs> i'm just waiting to get the review. <laughs> 
these morons. <laughs> Laura's accent is atrocious. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. I'm pre- I'm prepared for it. I know. I feel so. I feel. I'm so grateful that people have been like, "Wow, you guys have great voices for this, and your accents are, you know, adorable." I think one review was yeah, basically saying they listen for the accents alone, and I was like, "Okay, okay, sweet." That's not a direction <laughs> I saw this going in. <laughs> definitely, not. we definitely thought, thought we'd get some criticism. For yeah, that, but not the good, happy feedback. Yeah. So the feedback on the accents has been pleasantly surprising (laughs) thank you guys for reals yeah no yeah the reviews have been awesome and we're excited to record again since we live four and a half hours apart from each other we've explained this before but since we live that far from each other we have to record in clusters Mm -hmm. so as much as we'd love to record week to week we don't have that privilege or whatever we could record remotely but it's just the the in-person thing is Plus, I just want to see her, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, to get to <laughs> see her. Out. yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're on cluster two of recording, and we also because we do it that way, our learning curve is a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, so we can't listen to one episode and go, "That's what we need to change." We need to do that for the next one because we've already recorded. Yeah, several there together. So it's a learning process. Yeah, and you're like we said, you're on this ride with us. So, so we appreciate your thanks. patience. Yeah, thanks we appreciate for being those of y'all that are still hanging in there. Yeah, and we have um. Uh, so this, I guess maybe this episode will be released after the fact, but we have a launch party coming up. Yes. So I'm very excited about that. If you live in the Athens, Georgia area and this episode is released before the party. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we're not looking at a calendar and no, no, no. Again, things that professionals do, we do not. (laughs) Again, thank you for putting up with our bullshit. Um, Um, but yeah, come to our launch party if you're in (laughs) Athens or Atlanta area. I would like to say that the unexpected thing that I've <laughs> that sort of happened from all this to me is I almost want to apologize to all of my friends <laughs> because, you know, I was having them listen to it and so many of them have contacted me like upset, just feeling like they weren't there for me enough. Aww. And I went, guys, like... You were kids. Stop. Yeah. Or, or just being surprised by my story. And I'm like, you you were there. <laughs> what do you mean? You did the most but, important. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So public apology <laughs> to my friends. I harbor no ill will. They're all babies. They were all kids. We were too. all yeah. children <laughs> when it happened. Yeah. No. So. Except for that one girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's a bitch. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess just to sum up, thanks to everyone. Thank you so much for the support from our friends and family, but also from new listeners and people that don't know us. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Whenever we get an Instagram shout out or just it, it, this being so new, it's so exciting for oh us. Oh my God. Yeah, that's like been the coolest to seeing people respond, like mention us in their stories yeah. or tag us on Twitter or whatever. It's been really cool to see that we have like an army of baby girls. I've had a clothing store for five years now and I've had more shout outs about this podcast yeah. in like five weeks than I have about my store in 100%. five years. Yeah. So. Same with the Blanchelle, the make I have a makeup company and it's been, I've had that, inst- I mean, since like 2014. Yeah. And 
Yeah, in a couple of weeks, more mentions than I have. And but I'm cool with it. Oh, I'm super stoked. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, follow us on Instagram, guys. At yeah. Funeral <laughs> underscore stories. You'll hear more about that. So, <laughs> <sighs> so today's episode, uh, Casey is doing a research topic before I did a research topic on Victorian funerals. And so this time Casey found something she was really interested in and I'm excited because I don't really know what she's doing. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm probably, I'll probably fuck it up. So that's the cool part about it. (laughs) That's what I'm most excited about. Um, But yeah. So you want me just to go? Yeah. Go for it. Tell us a little bit about it. Maybe how you found it. What made you think Um, of it? If there's a story behind that. Yeah. I've always been interested in pop culture and, celebrities and considering this weird experience (laughs) um, relationship I have with death celebrity deaths have always impacted me in a way then that's why I kind of wanted to do some research on celebrity funerals because Mm. a lot of times they're private Mm -hmm. obviously but some of them aren't but a lot of times they're private and I remember do you remember when Kurt Cobain died and Mm -hmm. the vigil Mm-hmm. Um, and Courtney Love read the suicide note. Yeah. And it was like so many people were there. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing that and thinking so many people are so deeply affected by his passing. Yes. And I get it. In hindsight, I get it. But I remember then being, you know, I was seven years old. Yeah. So I remember being like, what is this guy? Who is he? And as I got older, I really connected with the music of Nirvana. And yeah. All of that. And there have been a couple of celebrity deaths that have really, <laughs> really impacted me. I want to ask you, what's the like most impactful? Or I guess in recent history, what celebrity death has affected you the most or um, just made you feel something? Well, pro- I just I do want to add a note about Kurt Cobain because I all my friends were really into New Kids on the Block yeah. at the time. And I was nine, ten years old when he yeah. committed suicide. And I was into Nirvana. Like, why are I don't I don't think that these <laughs> I don't think the New Kids on the Block are better than Nirvana yeah. or the Beatles. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Kind of, like, I didn't Nothing understand special it. about them. But then when uh, Kurt Cobain died, it was very much just a. Uh, well, that sucks. We won't get any more music. <laughs> you know, now because, I have to listen to new kids because on the this block. this would be prior to my dad passing, so it was you know, oh, yeah, yeah, I was still very just like in the matter of fact, like I don't know this person. Okay, so you weren't. I wasn't uh, like hosting it. Yeah, I wasn't mega mega bum because I wasn't old enough to understand. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. But like. I was just like I'm. I just thought it would suck that we wouldn't get any more music from the guy. I I. Yeah, I think I remember mostly being like, why are people so upset? So upset? And there were yeah. copycat suicides afterwards. Yeah. Which I guess just speak, speaks to his impact on yeah the culture. So anyway, so yeah, which celebrity death affected you the most? The celebrity death that affected me the most would have to be Robin Williams. Yeah. Tragic. That was the first one where I just went, damn, really? Didn't see it coming. Didn't see it coming. And had you know watched and grown up with him yeah being in the public you know every everywhere fern gully yeah aladdin mrs doubtfire yeah so that definitely affected me the most because it was just like man and then also like i i thought a lot about you know people i don't want to get into a lot of the philosophy on suicide because people just have such different feelings about it but 
I relate to it in a way of people that are that funny. Yeah. And have to put on for other people that intensely how sad I mean, how deep is their sadness if they're yeah. trying to cover it up with that much humor? And he did such a good job at covering it yes, up. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so I related to that just, you know, feeling of having to go and put on a show for people. and Yeah, yeah. And to to know that someone's living a life where they're that sad behind, and they're making someone, so many people happy. So is, you related to that on a personal level? On a personal yeah. level, I related to that. Um, but then just, it was fucking Robin Williams. No, I know? don't think any of us saw it coming. Yeah, yeah. It was, and the, I mean, it's weird because in some, some way it makes sense. Yeah. That he, because he was so funny and because he was so yeah. animated and so good mm-hmm. at what he did and such a good actor it makes sense he like fooled us all yes i hate to say fooled us but he convinced us mm-hmm. um and he helped so many people right oh my god just such an amazing person and for him to do that it just shows the the depth you never his. know what's going on with somebody yeah. it's heartbreaking mm-hmm. it's funny you say that because i did a i'm in a lady group on facebook mm-hmm. and i posted a poll and I let I just basically said which celebrity death affected you most and uh-huh. I added like 10 celebrities and then people could add more if they wanted to and so who some one of them won by a landslide if you had to guess you'd say Robin Williams I don't know that I would say Robin you, you're talking about recent history yeah like who which celebrity do you think took it recent history being I mean I guess 20 years even 20 years yeah so, i mean there's some people on here that are 30 years plus yeah yeah but i mean maybe maybe robin williams i don't I mean, yeah robin be... williams took it by a fucking oh, really? landslide <laughs> oh, okay. like i'm not kidding like <laughs> by a fucking landslide it was pretty wild too yeah and people and people could vote on multiple ones so maybe that had something to do with it but he took it I'm talking hundreds. Yeah. And then the next one under him had like 60. So. Oh, and I totally just remembered Tom Petty. Yeah. That, I would say that one affected me equally. Tom Petty was But mine. it was just so new <laughs> that like I almost forgot about it. Robin Williams made me sad, but Tom Petty made me. Yeah. I took days. Yeah. I mean, I literally just cried and cried and cried. And I rode around town the next day. The weather was beautiful. Yeah. I rolled the window. It was one of those weird days where the weather was was it shouldn't have been that great yeah and i rode around town and rolled the windows down had layla in the car and just blared mm-hmm. it blared tom petty yeah. and yeah it was that one was rough for me but mm-hmm. so the top 10 mm-hmm. that people voted on were obviously robin williams david bowie mm-hmm. prince tom petty alan rickman carrie fisher i was hoping she'd make the list oh yeah this is yeah, yeah. So, Robin Williams, David Bowie, Prince, Tom Petty, Alan Rickman, Carrie Fisher, Princess Diana, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Hmm. Yeah, because yeah. it wasn't, I think with him, it wasn't a shock that he overdosed or anything like that, but it was, he was, he's, he was such a great actor, and I feel like he's in so many things, and if we were, people were finally starting to realize how mm-hmm. great of an actor he was. Yeah. Um, Heath Ledger. Yeah. That one was rough. Yeah. And then Mr. Rogers, which I love. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, was Corey Monteith on the list? No, he hmm. wasn't. Nobody put him on there. Yeah. Um, and then the next 
that was the top 10, but then it was Michael Jackson, and this is in the order. Wow, it surprised me that Michael Jackson wasn't higher. I know. Yeah. Right? And literally right after Michael Jackson was Leonard Cohen. Um, yeah. Chester Bennington, which that one was rough too, because so yeah. many people identified with Linkin Park's music. And he was very open about his battle with depression. Yeah. Um, Chester Bennington, George Michael, Left Eye, hmm. Elliot Smith. <sighs> That was a tough one. Mm-hmm. River Phoenix, Jeff mm-hmm. Buckley, Bernie Mac, Kurt Cobain, John Hughes, Elvis, Chris Farley, Whitney Houston, and Paul Walker. Hmm. Yeah. Some of these I was like, oh, I forgot they were dead. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, what I mean. It's bad to you say. You kind of forget that that. Yeah. Because when you, when you asked me the questions, the names that were going through my mind were Robin Williams, Carrie Fisher, David Bowie. Yeah. Were sort of the three, but I would say that because... Robin Williams is the one that goes back furthest in my mind. Yeah. That I have the longest relationship with. Yeah. And yeah. it was, he died. Gosh, when did he die? Was it two, 2015? Something, yeah. Because I want to say, yeah. was it? Something like that. Yeah, it was, let's see, Robin Williams. Uh, 2014. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so it's been, obviously... A wild, a minute, yeah. But the ones that like Prince and David Bowie and Tom Petty, those are so recent. Yeah, that was like I almost had forgotten about Tom Petty because it was and that and was, that happened on the heels of the oh shooting the Vegas, Las Vegas. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I remember people were like, "How can you be sad about a celebrity when?" Which I understand why they feel that way, but it yeah. wasn't that I was more sad, and it's not a competition, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, no, somebody had actually posted on my thread that I had made and they were like, where is Kurt Cobain on this list? How old are you people? And then so many people started commenting, that's just a given. Yeah. We just assumed that people knew that Kurt Cobain was such an impactful death. And yeah. I was like, you can add him. I mean, but that's that's been over 20 years. So if you're talking about a recent death, that's not exactly... Yeah. It's impactful, but it's not recent. Yeah. And I mean, even, you know, Chris Farley... Yeah. River Phoenix died, you know, in what, 91, 92? You, you know, someone that really, I, I just remembered this, being upset when I found out they died? Who? John Candy. Oh, yeah. That was really sad. I was I was so younger then, but oh, my, yeah, my brother, he had a cartoon series called Camp Candy. Did you ever oh, watch no. that? And um, my brother and I only had two channels growing up, really. And um, there was his so on the local station they got these like syndicated Mm -hmm. that no one's ever heard of (laughs) so camp candy came on that one and my brother and i loved that cartoon and then i mean home alone i mean not home alone uncle buck home alone uh wait yeah he wasn't home alone yeah he was the polka king in home alone that his mom kevin's mom hitches a ride back to see Kevin and John Candy oh. is the Polka King. Yeah. Shit, I gotta watch Home Alone. So again. he is in Home Alone. And Layla's getting to that age that I can watch all the good <laughs> <Exactly>. movies with her. <laughs> but there are just so many, you know, yeah. Uncle Buck. Yeah, John. There was, okay, I could we could have done a whole episode on celebrity deaths from like SNLs, which you remind, I was thinking of like Jim yeah. Belushi and mm-hmm. John, I mean, obviously, but I was just, yeah. you just, comedians, yeah. comedian deaths, Chris Farley, all these people. And it make, it goes back to that. You're trying so hard to cover up what's going on. Yeah. I mean, there's a, I mean, there's a very the high level of depression in, you know, in yeah. well, I mean, that's the comic kinda, world. Kind of why we, even this podcast, it's yeah. so sad, but we're going to laugh about it because 
that's <laughs> it's weird this isn't a new concept right <laughs> <laughs> definitely not oh. oh man yeah but there was okay so there somebody didn't add this person but one girl said that steve Irwin really affected yeah. her that was a rough one yeah i can see that um my sister said uh, Carrie Fisher for sure David Bowie Tom Petty Philip Seymour Hoffman and others affected me greatly but Carrie Fisher's death is something I still cry about yeah definitely still grieving for her big time mm-hmm. you know that was one like I always liked Carrie Fisher but it wasn't because she wasn't real highly publicized by people but after she died people were putting a lot of stuff out about her and I went man she was really was a badass I mean she was the even just in her body of work and culturally, she was the first, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but she was the <laughs> first self-rescuing princess. Yeah. She didn't need a man. Right. And I love that. Mm-hmm. And she was so open about her battle with addiction and mental health. And she was an advocate. Yes. And it felt like people lost their sister. Yeah. They felt like they, because she was so open mm-hmm. and she didn't run from it. And I remember when the new Star Wars came out, people were like, wow, Carrie Fisher looks rough. Oh God! And it's like fuck one, them. yeah, one fuck you. Mm-hmm. Two, do you know what kind of life she's lived? Three, she looks fucking great. And four, why is no one talking about how Harrison Ford looks? <laughs> like he's old too. You know, like fuck you. She's a fucking queen. Yeah. And rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. We love you. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to this, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Somebody said, "I'm amused that Billy Graham isn't on there." Not that I was going to put him on there. I'm not that torn up about it. I'm just amused that no one else is on here. I was like, oh, I didn't know he died. <laughs> well. I had no idea. Mm. Anyway, yeah. So I thought that was interesting that Robin Williams took it by a landslide. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I guess I'll just get Dive going. in. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of did it in different sections. So your topic is essentially about celebrity, celebrity funerals. funerals. Yeah. Okay. Celebrity funerals. So I... I broke it up a little bit and I have, I'm going to start with the most expensive celebrity funerals. Okay. So who do you, I'm just going to ask you right off the bat. Who do you think would have the most expensive funeral? Princess Diana. Mm-mm, not even close. Oh, really? Yeah. And this is in like, we can do recent history, but I also have one because it is so surprising how much yeah. it was like dating back so far. That's just the only or Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson. No? Okay, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, Ronald Reagan. Uh, the leader of the fiscally okay. conservative Republican Party. <laughs> Cost Americans $400 million. <gasps> oh <laughs> my gosh. And bef- and the next, the, or the most expensive in history was Alexander the Great. Uh-huh. It's with $600 million. Okay. But he had, I mean, his funeral is actually really interesting, but he's not modern celebrity. Yeah. We can get into that one on another episode yeah. because it is super interesting. Mm-hmm. But Ronald Reagan, like I said, the leader of the fiscally conservative Republican Party. Yeah. Trickle down economics. The one all that, that like fucked mental health in America. Oh, oh he, he he's one of those people for the Republican Party. And again, I, I, I don't think I've said this yet, but I have plenty of friends that are identify as Republicans. Yeah, me and too. And I voted Republican their whole life. But for some reason, he is the staple. He's like the god of the Republican Party. Yeah. And there's a lot of shit he did that was really fucked up and ruined the country <laughs> or hurt the country. Yeah. Of course, there was. he was, you know, he led an arms race against the Soviet Union. Yeah. You know, he reduce taxes and help businesses grow apparently 
And I mean, I'm sure he did, but the effect is long. I would say he's probably the, and I'm not a political, political, super political person or that great a historian, but just, it seems like he, his presidency is the one that really divided Democrats and Republicans from one another. Think about this was in what? 80 to 88 was his, Mm -hmm. his term. And he, I even think back to... So, yeah, I was four when his, yeah, his term ended. So. I was one. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> one thing is I remember, obviously, punk rock movement, movement in the 70s, but as it went on and, like, the hair bands and stuff, I remember Reagan was such an image for the punk rock scene. You know, like, the crossed out Reagan eyes. Yeah. And it was almost like that carried over to the Bush presidency and then definitely yeah. W's presidency. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, so they... The reason it cost so much is because they declared it a national day of mourning and so all federal workers didn't come to work there was no no national parks were open everything was closed including the stock market wow yeah so yeah i mean it just yeah so that cost 400 million dollars okay um, and i was gonna go from cheapest to most expensive but i think i'm gonna go the other way now so most expensive <laughs> to cheapest. okay so uh kim jong-il Mm-hmm. North Korea, $40 million. So the leader of North Korea from 1994 died in 2011, and his death brought a massive hysteria among North Korea's people. So they had to spend like a ton of money to change mm-hmm. all the signs in the Towers of Eternal Life <laughs> to add his name next to his father's <laughs> name. They erected a statue that cost $10 million, and they spent another million dollars. This is fucking creepy to bring Russian embalmers and put him in a special glass casket. The body's maintenance alone is believed to cost around $2.5 million a year. Wow. This ridiculously expensive ceremony cost North Korea at least $40 million. And literally their entire country is broke and people are starving and they treat their humans like garbage. But when it, and, and you know, from the outside looking in it looks like these the north koreans were mourning but this is also a country where they have electricity in one city yeah and the rest of the country is in turmoil and that's why people run for their fucking lives to cross the border but it was one of those things i was like oh god are you fucking getting me why are they spending so much money on (sighs) but yeah so 40 million dollars but so it's not just us yay yeah it's not just us and then I go to the next expensive, John F. Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> 14 million. But that's a 400 million, 40 million, 14 million. Yeah, that's, that's a big jump. Significant difference. Significant. So, and I get in a little bit more about this later, mm-hmm. but the funeral service was held at the Cathedral of St. Matthew the Apostle in Washington, D.C., and the burial took place um, at Arlington National Cemetery. Mm-hmm. And Jackie O led the procession on foot, and she lit the eternal flame, which was apparently created her request at the graveside so Hmm. yeah so that was 14 million dollars queen mother which was and correct me if i'm wrong the current queen of england's mother Uh, sure okay cool you guys can collect correct us if we're (laughs) (laughs) so hers was in 2002 and it was 12.5 million dollars pope john paul the second i think yeah pope john paul the second was 11.9 million dollars so he was the second longest serving pope in history, mm-hmm. serving from 1978 to 2005. He was a big fucking deal because he was super inf- influential in ending communism in his native country. 
Um, and he also improved other relations with other religions. When he died in 2005, even countries were against his ruling and religion like Cuba and North Korea sent their condolences. Mm -hmm. His funeral ceremony was one of the largest gatherings of important people in history with four Kings, five Queens, 70 prime ministers and presidents and 14 leaders of other religions. Wow. It's a big fucking deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And his was 11.9 million. So, so far everyone you've guessed hasn't been on. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting there. So, but these celebrities are so wasteful. I know. God. It's mostly politicians. I mean, that's it's all been like, yeah, leaders. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Cool. Yeah, taxpayers. Mm-hmm. Princess Diana. So now we, we're getting to it. Okay. So it cost $7.7 million in 1997, um, which with inflation would be about $11.812 million today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard Branson, Elton John, George Michael, Sting, Brian Adams, Diana Ross, Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman, Tom Hanks, Steven Spielberg, amongst other celebrities. Wow. And obviously royalty. Wait, Brian Adams? Yes. <laughs> He's dead? No. At her, they were at... Steven Spielberg's not dead. Tom Hanks isn't dead. Oh, wait. They were at, <laughs> they were That's her, the one I picked up. <laughs> wow. Everything I do, I do it for you, Brian Adams. You're like, wait a second. He's dead? I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, this is breaking news, guys. Richard Branson, Elton John. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope they're not dead. <laughs> so good. No, they were just at her funeral. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Yeah, no. I was like, yeah, neither are Tom Cruise. <laughs> We're going to get a good night's rest tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? Let's just cut this episode. Go take a nap. <laughs> I just snorted as I'm, like, rubbing my eyes. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going down the list of celebrities. No. I'm just, like, You're like going wow. along with it. But for some reason, no. Brian Adams just really struck a chord with me. So we know who you're going to mourn the most. Like, so, that's why we, <laughs> so that's why we haven't heard from him in, like, 25 years. <laughs> He's been dead. Oh my god! Yeah, no, that's not not right. Wow. Okay. Ooh, collecting ourselves. <laughs> nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. God. No. Okay. So Princess Diana. That there's a death. I feel like everyone remembers where they were when it happened. Yeah. Um. Do you remember that that they? Were, sorry, I'm still laughing about that. <laughs> sorry. It's okay. Do you remember they refused? Well, that's how it looked to fly that um, flags mm-hmm. at half mast, and then everyone was like, heart, like there was such an outcry, yeah, about it. But apparently, they never do mm-hmm. when someone dies, and but, I mean, they still gave her a twelve million dollar funeral, yeah, basically eleven point eight million. <laughs> but they finally did apparently fly them at <clears throat> half mast. Is it, it's half mast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. For some reason, I always say half staff. Is that the same thing? No. Oh, <laughs> what's that? Half staff. I don't know. Half of your staff is... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we also call that just the tip. Just but the tip. It's the next. It's the level up of just the tip. Just the tip. Half then staff. Then half staff. I've been half staffed. <laughs> Does he count? He only half staffed me. <laughs> it was only for a second. Oh, Lord. Oh, okay. So the next thing of Sir Winston Churchill. Um, and if... You guys don't know who these people are. You should really go back to school. 
<laughs> but he's a ex-prime minister of the UK, Nobel Prize winner for no, literature. No, no, don't go back to school because they don't teach you <laughs> shit, shit about history anyway. They, they really don't. It's all fucking lies. It's all lies. You know, because Thanksgiving was a very peaceful holiday yes. that we had with mm-hmm. our friends, yes. the Native Americans. We sat around and ate corn maize mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Yeah. They actually, it was their idea for us to come yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. They love us. They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were really nice to them. <laughs> yeah. Golly. According to our We all books. sat at one table. Yeah. Well, and you know, like the Civil War, mm-hmm. the War of Northern Aggression. Yeah. I'm shaking my head <laughs> just in shame. Such shame. It's like, uh, but really, though, how you learn about the Civil War in the South versus learning about it in the North. We spend like a whole year on it. And they're like, yeah, yeah, this thing happened because they were fucked up down there yeah and we fixed the problem kind of yeah but apparently like this went on for a really long time and then they just go into civil rights you know? yeah it's, i was talking to seth and he was like no i had no idea about sherman's march and burning the south yeah and, and then like when you they like show you videos you have to read books that are you know yeah. civil war based and everybody has a different thing no it's not the civil war it's the war of northern aggression no yeah. it's not the war of northern aggression it's the war between the states and yeah, you're like, oh, what do I call it? I know, what do I call it? <laughs> Definitely not the War of Northern Aggression. <laughs> it was very uh, fitting that yes. uh, right that they what they fucking yeah. did. I mean, but yeah, even I mean, living down here, everyone talks about everyone has a story passed down to them mm-hmm. from someone that was living at the time in their family and about Sherman's march and mm-hmm. how he literally burned and killed and raped and mm-hmm. destroyed it i get the cause i mean i get why he did yeah. it but like it was a fucking brutal. he went viking style in the south he did yeah i mean we weren't the we weren't the fucking best people either because we did treated you know our fucking people like shit yeah and didn't want to see him as people but it's 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 a sensitive yeah. subject. So back to funerals, yeah. maybe. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I should do some uh, uh, civil war. Funerals. Oh gosh, Scarlett O'Hara. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so don't don't go back to school because you're not going to learn anything that's true. <laughs> um, but Sir Winston Churchill, he was actually the first uh, honorary citizen of the United States. Did you know that? Mm-mm. No, I didn't. Yeah. And he helped defeat Nazi Germany. So yeah, pretty important. In 1965, it cost $258,000, so it'd be about $4.2 million now. Mm -hmm. Margaret Thatcher was the prime minister of UK. Polarizing personality. um, Died in (laughs) 2013 due to a stroke. All funeral expenses were apparently paid for by taxpayers. And then it breaks down $104,000 for St. Paul's Cathedral, $1.4 million for police and security, and $31,000 for the London Ambulance Service. So a total of $1.8 million. And then the last of the, I think I did 10, was Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. And I thought his funeral was going to cost a lot more money. Yeah. So I feel like there's some (laughs) everywhere on the internet's wrong, Mm -hmm. but it was $1 million. They held it at the Staples center in los angeles he probably got a lot of donations and free stuff yeah like actual money from the estate might not have been that high because people are like i want to give this i want to give that yeah yeah that's true he had um they did a like a lottery too with Mm -hmm. the fans to see like i think it was seventeen thousand fans yeah or something crazy yeah um he had a uh private and then he had a private service but he had it was 12 days after his death was his funeral Mm mm-hmm um, but he had a closed solid bronze casket plated with 14 karat gold lined with blue velvet 
uh, see, it was placed in front of the stage. The memorial, mor- bleh, memorial began around 1030. They did the whole thing. There were so many famous people there. Uh, let's see. And yeah, only a million dollars. Only a million fucking dollars. That's crazy. I just expected his to be so much more. Yeah. So then I kind of went into, excuse me, I did a little bit on just the weirdest celebrity yeah. funerals and, you know, urban legend around it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then I have just different celebrities people care about the most. What happened to their funeral if it was anything special. Mm-hmm. So the one that kept coming up was Jimmy Dean. The, mm-hmm. <laughs> I the know, sausage guy? Yes. Okay. He was a country singer. Yeah. And he was the inventor of the pancake wrap breakfast corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? What a guy. I've had a, I've had a few. <laughs> I've had a few in my time. <laughs> like, what, that, what a... Oh. Can you imagine being like, Jimmy Dean creator of the breakfast corridor <laughs> i hope that's what it says on his monument no but what's <laughs> great about his monument um he was entombed in a three hundred fifty thousand dollar piano shaped mausoleum that he purchased years before his death <laughs> with the inscription here lies one hell of a man <laughs> so he was like i'm not gonna fucking lie i'm fucking awesome i'm a hell of a man guys <laughs> remember this i'm the shit <laughs> so then obviously I'm another the big one. sausage i'm a big sausage <laughs> I wonder if they buried him with some... No. Oh, God. Surely not. Embalm some sausage. <laughs> um, okay, so Tupac, mm-hmm. obviously a big one. Yeah. So the whole is he alive thing, the reason mm-hmm. I think that started was because they had a funeral planned mm-hmm. and it was canceled and he was cremated literally hours after yeah. his death. Um, his mom rushed it. And so there's a bunch of rumors surrounding why she rushed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was 25 years old and he had been hit with four bullets. Some of the rumors that I found were that she, which his mother was really active in civil rights and mm-hmm. or Black Panther Party. And she's just a badass. So I'm not going to disrespect her <laughs> at all. Mm-mm. Some of the rumors were that she didn't want her... Uh, his father mm-hmm. to cash in on his estate so she cre- hurried up and cremated the body because if there's no paternity no body no dna for a paternity test oh that was some of the rumors the other rumors That's smart though yeah really smart i mean i would totally get it because yeah. he had nothing to do with him when right he was alive why would you yeah. know and apparently there was like a whole legal suit anyway and i don't think he got anything yeah but there was also rumors that tupac's rat group took his ashes and sprinkled them on a blunt <laughs> went out to the beach and smoked his ashes <laughs> which is a great urban legend <laughs> but according to his mother that's complete bullshit okay <laughs> yeah she, she said you know they would have had to get the ashes from me yeah which i never did never would have allowed them. they would have had to sneak it past me yeah but then but they swear they did it so yeah. i don't know what they were smoking hmm. i know what it was if it was ashes or not <laughs> still to be determined um but then it, it, what seems to make the most sense about why it was the funeral service was canceled and the body was rushed to be cremated and there was a memorial service later yeah uh, the one that makes the most sense to me is that she didn't want uh, a group but the tensions were so high at that time between mm-hmm. gangs east coast west coast this whole like yeah rap culture um 
she didn't want a bunch i guess gangbangers i guess would be the term yeah in one room and potentially her son's killer yeah in the room right so that's why she kind of canceled it yeah so he's probably not still alive yeah and neither is elvis which brings me to the next point (laughs) so elvis presley suffered a heart attack the night before he was supposed to kick off a 12 city comeback tour which i didn't realize it was the night before that also i never realized he needed i mean i did because i've seen the movies (laughs) But I, you think of Elvis as such an iconic uh, figure. Mm-hmm. They did a great job branding his estate, especially they're trying to rebrand it now. They have been for years because his estate's losing so much money mm-hmm. because people don't care about him anymore. Like, yeah. Especially new generations, they don't see the significance. Yeah. Um, but it, I didn't realize he had to have a comeback. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, I know he gained a lot of weight and drugs yeah. and alcohol, but... Yeah, I never really thought of it as a comeback. But well, and I guess also it was in a time before social media and where you can stay in the public eye. Yeah. So if you're, you know, hauled up in a hotel somewhere doing drugs, drink. I mean, you're just kind of gone. Yeah, you're out of you're out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Whereas here, I mean, this day and age, you've got cameras following you around. You're never out of the public eye. I mean, you want to talk about a comeback? Britney Spears. Oh, my girl. My girl. You Britney. fucking attacked paparazzi with a motherfucking umbrella uh-huh. and shaved your head. Went away. Thanks, daddy. <laughs> yeah. Came back and you fucking own that shit. I love her because she doesn't even try to run. She's like, I'm, I was crazy. <laughs> I heard the best term uh, from a friend recently who had heard it from her friend. And it was a terms to say you want to have a baby but you don't really want a man necessarily yeah. you just want to find someone that's got good looking genes or whatever element you're trying to add to the equation in your offspring yeah. and she said she said i think she's out there fetterlining some guy <laughs> and turned fetterline into a verb <gasps> fetterline that's good. <laughs> I'm just gonna find. I'm just gonna fetter, get a you know, fetter line some guy. I love it. That's so true. <laughs> oh my god, oh. my girl Brittany. So yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious. What's the quote from The Office when he pulls up when he's got his job back and he says, "It's Brittany, bitch, and I am back." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. Okay, so apparently Elvis needed to. Britney style comeback mm-hmm. so that didn't happen because he died of a heart attack in his bathroom mm-hmm. still don't know if the rumors are true that he was on the toilet at the time not sure about that um but the funeral only cost twenty four thousand dollars not crazy hmm. i guess he was broke at the time <laughs> um it was held at graceland and twenty five thousand fans gathered around his home in sweltering 90 degree heat some loyalty man mm-hmm. so did you know this a car drove into a group of fans and killed two women no i didn't know that yeah that, i don't i never knew about that and i was Mm-mm. like that sucks so uh, elvis presley's cousin billy Mann accepted eighteen thousand dollars to secretly photograph the corpse for the national Enquirer. Mm. elvis's swollen face was plastered on the cover and to this day it's one of the most lucrative photos in history wow the tabloid sold more than 6.5 million copies whoa so billy you're a piece of shit and you should have gotten more money though <laughs> like you got swindled yeah you asshole yeah that sucks like you don't know how to broker a deal yeah you don't know how to broker a deal and also i mean you're they would shitty. have paid more oh my you're a shitty family member 
Yeah. First and foremost. Oh, yeah. Like, there, he had a daughter. Yeah. And the world doesn't need to see. It's for the family. Yeah. And sometimes they should be closed casket. Because um, apparently, oh, it was bad. Mm. Have you ever seen the photo? Mm-mm. I guess we'll post it I'm on sure that I have, yeah. but I just, and I'm, oh, by the way. It just runs together with all the other dead people. I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> we'll post the picture on our blog, but we have, uh, for every episode we release, we do a resource guide. So if we talk about sharing something on our blog, we create a resource guide with the pictures or the links that we talk about. Yeah. So definitely check that out. So we'll post that on the blog because I mean everyone's seen it anyway. Mm-hmm. So anyway, two months later, Presley's body was reburied in Graceland's meditation garden after fans attempted to still his body. Like, what the fuck do you want with it? <laughs> right? That's so gross. gross. So weird. Yeah. What are you gonna do? And that's not easy to yeah. do. Yeah. That sucks, man. Ugh. Yeah. Pretty. Pretty. Tar- pretty terrible. Yeah. Um. So then the next one I have to talk about is Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Do you know about his funeral? No. Yeah, because we don't teach history in school. <laughs> no. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, so we all know how Abraham Lincoln died. Mm-hmm. It was assassination, if you don't know. So he, the, a train carrying his coffin went from D.C. to Springfield, Illinois, where he was going to be mm-hmm. buried. So it was basically like a tour which is interesting tour to abraham yeah um the train carrying lincoln's body traveled through 180 cities and seven states uh scheduled stops for the special funeral train were published in newspapers so it was like a thing like oh we're gonna go see lincoln Mm -hmm. today (laughs) um at every stop his coffin was taken off the train placed on an elaborately decorated horse-drawn carriage or hearse i Mm -hmm. guess and led by processions to a public building for viewing so like in columbus ohio thousands of mourners flocked to pay tribute to him philadelphia his body lay in state on the east wing of the of independence hall mm-hmm. the si- same site where the declaration of independence was signed uh some people had to wait more than five hours just to pass by his coffin it was called the Lincoln Special, and his portrait was uh, fastened to the front of the engine above the cattle guard. Approximately 300 people accompanied Lincoln's body on the 1,654-mile journey. Also on the train was a coffin containing the body of his son, Willie, who died two years after he took office. Hmm. So they dug disinterred. It up, disinterned, yeah, disinterned the body, or the, yeah, from a plot in Washington, yeah. D.C., and carried him back so he could be buried alongside his father. Okay, yeah. yeah. So then one cool thing about it was when they were doing the tour, uh, they passed through New York City, mm-hmm. and there's a photo, and I when I saw it online, I was like, surely this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I like, Googled it for Snopes, and it's totally true. Wow. That in one of the pictures of the procession taken from like a building, one of the tall buildings in New York, you can see people looking out their window down at the casket mm-hmm. or the procession and in the uh window is teddy roosevelt 36 years before he became president wow yeah it's him and his brother looking out but like as young kids looking out down on abraham lincoln that's pretty cool isn't that fucking cool so yeah it's like, it's such a cool picture of america yeah history. and i imagine something that he thought about yeah you know his whole life like yeah something, like something that lincoln. impacted him yeah mm-hmm. yeah so yeah that was pretty fascinating um yeah. so abraham lincoln and then jim henson 
Mm-hmm. No, I know. So he had two memorial services, one in New York City and one in London. And he had a private ceremony a few weeks later, but they were public, these two. He died of bacterial pneumonia, organ dysfunction, pneumonia, and sepsis. Hmm. So I didn't know bacterial pneumonia and pneumonia were two different things, but I guess one's bacterial, one's viral. Mm-hmm. And if you have both of them, you're fucked. <laughs> um, but yeah, so these uh, memorial services were open to the public and the Muppets re- performed. Aww. So his only request was for no one to wear black, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. The you know, they had different programs for each one. They were very similar. They combined hymns and Bible readings with remembrances from family and friends. And like I said, Muppet performance, both performed a uh, solo and big bird <laughs> did. He did, uh, joined with the Muppets, a song, just one person as the closing, <laughs> closing song, song, excuse me. Um, it says, okay. An excerpt from a letter written by Henson four years before his death and addressed to his children was printed on the programs for both. Please watch out for each other and love and forgive everybody. It's a good life. Enjoy it. Mm. Brian Henson also read this excerpt along with several others during the St. John's Memorial Service. Another memorable quote touched on Jim Henson's feelings about death. It feels strange writing this kind of thing while I'm still alive, but it wouldn't be easy to do after I go. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, I didn't know this about Babe Ruth. Did you know that they, that he was a scumbag? (laughs) Did know that. (laughs) I did know that. How dare you talk about Babe that way? (laughs) He was just an atrocious He really was. And he wasn't attractive at all. Oh, God, no. no. Uh, baseball players can be pretty unattractive. It's like the only sport where you can be overweight. <laughs> yeah. Other than football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I and mean? What else? Hockey. You, can't, you have to be so fit to be a hockey player. Wait, no. Oh, my God, not hockey. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> You've never seen hockey. <laughs> holy shit. What? Move on. Not what I was thinking. <laughs> but... <laughs> I wish you could have seen her face just now. I was literally taking a seven mile coin. I was spitting everywhere. Hooey. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so we didn't have a wake at his funeral. Mm-hmm. And instead his casket was put on display at Yankee Stadium for two days so people could fans could walk by and pay their respects. Mm-hmm. Seventy seven thousand people passed by. And police agreed to keep the stadium open until midnight to accommodate as many fans as possible. And at his mass, seventy five thousand people waited outside. Wow. Yeah. People really wanted to see babe. One last time. Not a babe at all. <laughs> and you know what's funny about that to me is you could have some celebrities or, you know, political leaders, you don't really have a chance to see them yeah. in the wild, yeah. in their element. Yeah. But an athlete, you can go see them at a sporting event. That's true. They're yeah. more accessible. Yeah. So it's kind of surprising that that many people wanted to see his body because they had probably if they were that big of fans they had probably, probably seen, seen him, him alive before. yeah so anyway they don't really well i was gonna say they don't really do that anymore but obviously michael jackson had fans at his funeral and yeah james brown like went on a tour mm-hmm. i didn't include much about him but he did it like started in augusta georgia <sighs> and he did pretty much like a four city tour i think of his body <laughs> okay which is so strange yeah but i don't know who would, I'm not going to say no one's going to do that now, but I don't know which celebrities would do it and which celebrities would, it, it wouldn't be surprising that they did it. Yeah. But now, like, you know, people would be taking selfies. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. With a with, celebrity. With a celebrity body? Heck, yeah, they yeah. would. Which is so fucked up, I think. Which, uh, what's funny to me about that, as we've discussed before, <laughs> that to me, the point, I, I understand why people have open caskets and why they want to see the body. If they were close to the human yeah. being, it helps just kind of reiterate in your mind they are dead. They yeah. are gone. You you can see their body that doesn't have any life in it anymore. Final farewell. But fans don't need that. <laughs> Nor do they deserve it. So that's, you know, it's kind of bizarre. Yeah. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Even if they, yeah. Okay. So this, uh, this is just like a quick note on Frank Sinatra. He died in 1998. He was buried with a bottle of whiskey, a Zippo lighter, and a coin in his pocket in case he needed to make a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> that was really cute. Um, James Doohan, I think I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. If I'm not, I'm sorry to every Star Trek fan because <laughs> those people are diehards. Yeah. So I hope I did it right. But he was the one he's known for beaming Scotty up. <laughs> beaming okay. up. Okay. Yeah. So he was cremated and beamed up to space in May of 2012. His remains were originally supposed to be beamed up in 2008, but an unsuccessful SpaceX x launch delayed the process by four years mm. so that got me thinking <laughs> as laura knows and i thought i'd just give a shout out to celestis memorial space flights so i've always joked that i want to be buried in outer space mm-hmm. and i didn't realize or not buried but sent off into space yeah i had no idea that you could yeah no idea so it's it was so shocking. Yeah. How I, I say affordable, but you think that's going to be something that's so expensive. Yeah. You think like something Only Richard that, Branson can do that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, they defunded NASA. <laughs> exactly. Surely. So how much money must it cost to send something uh, into space? So I want to know what their startup cost was. This yeah. company. But yeah, so like they have different services. You could do the earth rise service where they, they launched a symbolic portion of cremated cremated remains or DNA to space. After experiencing zero gravity environment, the individual flight capsules and modules are returned to Earth. You guys feel free to sponsor us. <laughs> um, but that is only $1,300. Yeah. It's wild. Um, the Earth orbit surf- service where you get to actually orbit the Earth and then re-enter the atmosphere, harmlessly vaporizing like a shooting star. Oh, How beautiful. How beautiful. Like, actually, that's what I want. Yeah. $5,000. That's actually fairly affordable yeah. in the grand scheme of a yeah. yeah. Then this is even fucking cooler. The Luna service <laughs> places the spacecraft carrying cremated remains or DNA on the surface of our nearest neighbor, the moon, mm-hmm. creating a permanent memorial on a distant but constantly viewable world. Hmm. I think about that like looking at the night sky yeah. and like my mom is there, my sister's yeah. there or whatever. Yeah. That one is a little more pricey. $12,500. Yeah. Um, the Voyager service, which is, they say, the Voyager service is a true mission of exploration, sending the Celestis spacecraft carrying cremated remains or DNA on a perf- permanent celestial journey well beyond the moon. And that's only $12,500 too. Hmm. But that, I had no idea they were so affordable. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Um, it's not as expensive as you would think. Definitely not. I and it's another not. option. Yeah. And you're not going to take up space on Earth. So if you did the third one, you said where they, you know, blast you to the moon. Yeah. You could, you know, say, I see the moon. The moon sees me. Yes, you <laughs> could. Like, actually. <laughs> Which, by the way, I taught, or I, I didn't teach it to Layla, to Layla. 
probably didn't teach it to her probably did okay I did. <laughs> but we were when i was keeping her one time and the moon came out and i said look layla it's the moon and started singing that song but i couldn't remember all the words but <laughs> she was so funny because she just kept going i can't see moon i can't see moon i can't see moon i can't see moon <laughs> she does get fixated on yeah. certain lines and then mm-hmm. it's like all right yeah. kid. her new thing is uh, you know, you're my sunshine. Mm-hmm. She sings, "You're only my sunshine. You're only my sunshine. You make me happy when skies are great. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me." And I was like, "Fuck it, yeah, that's so dark." Like, okay, don't sing that around your teacher, please. <laughs> please don't hurt me. Please, please don't, don't hurt me. Like, honey, come on. Jesus, it's supposed to be an uplifting song. Yeah. What the hell? Oh, speaking of hurting people. Joseph Stalin. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Who died in 1953. I thought this was interesting. So his funeral attracted like a shit ton of people that were desperate to view his body. And a riot ensued, causing the death of 500 people. Which is pretty ironic considering his rule saw the death of millions. And even in death, he found a way to kill his own people. Wow. Right? Fucking terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. So the one that I think is the most interesting... Uh, celebrity funeral was Hunter S. Thompson. Do you remember hmm. this? Mm-mm. So in 2005, he died from, uh, he was suicide. Yeah. But instead of being buried, he was cremated and his ashes were fired from a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> this is, in case you don't know who Hunter S. Thompson is, he's a famous gonzo journalist. Yeah. Um, but his ashes were fired from a cannon accompanied by red, white, blue, and green fireworks set to the tune of Norman Greenbaum's Spirit in the Sky and Bob Dylan's Mr. Tambourine Man. Hmm. Yeah. So he was the one who, like, you know, fear and loathing in Las yeah. Vegas. And he was, a dr- like, I think his diet was basically amphetamines, you know, <laughs> benzos and yeah. um, alcohol. Mm-hmm. But he, the funeral was privately funded. Do you know by who? No. Solely by Johnny Depp. Huh. And Johnny Depp told the AP... And I was going to try my the, my best to do a Johnny Depp accent. I couldn't do it. I sounded like an <laughs> idiot. But we all know his voice is very like... Mm, yeah. Mm, it's very, uh-huh. I can't do it. Because I just sound like an idiot when I do it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You could do it. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> Say, I'm Johnny Depp and I'm an actor. <laughs> I'm Johnny Depp and I'm an actor. Yes. An actor. <laughs> an actor. All I'm doing is trying to make sure his last wishes come true. It's just kind of back of your throat and you open your mouth all the way. There you go. Okay, now I'm going to try it. <laughs> all I'm doing is trying to make sure his last wish comes true. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> I just want to send my pal out the way he wants to go out. There we go. All right, cool. Not bad, not Such, bad. I'm going to get a job as a Johnny Depp impersonator. <laughs> dead ringer. Yeah, dead ringer. <laughs> so the fucked up part about, not really fucked up, but I thought it was funny because I'm an asshole, is that the funeral cost two, $2 million. And again, Johnny Depp privately funded it, solely privately funded it. And he's fucking broke now. Did you know that? Like Johnny Depp is fucking broke <laughs> really? as shit. Yeah. No, I he did not know that. out of fall. Yeah. After Pirates? Oh, yeah. Like, he's completely broke. Wow. Yeah. Well, he's pretty fucking broke. Is that but why like, he keeps making the movies, even though they get worse? And probably. Because, I mean, the first one was great. Yeah. Well, and he, you know, he had that whole thing with, apparently he's an abuser and. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which I'm not surprised. But 
I feel bad. I don't feel bad for the guy, but like he's, he's Nick Cajun out. Yeah, yeah. He's he's obviously got a fucking drug and alcohol problem. Yeah, um, alcohol problem. I think, but he, yeah, he like spent so much money. He was so and his. I just watched like a documentary on it, but his financial advisors were like, "You have to stop," and he's like, hmm. "I'll just make more money," and they're like, "No, you have to stop and you have to invest because." this isn't always gonna be yeah a thing but he is still one of the best actors and and he looks homeless still yeah <laughs> i never thought he was attractive i thought he was attractive you did but i wasn't one of those that was just like johnny depp i mean crybaby johnny depp now that's totally different because yeah. in crybaby he was you know what it is he looks like a bad boy and that's not my type yeah i could see that he just especially now that he's older yeah most men you know, we've talked about this. Most been agent of themselves. Right. Like George Clooney. He's just going to keep getting yeah. hotter. Yeah. Not Johnny Depp, but he's probably had a lot of work and maybe that's. Yeah. Affected him in some way. I'm more of a like, you look like a nice guy. Yeah. Guy. You look like yeah. a guy that, you look, that would love me. John Krasinski. Oh, we were yeah. talking about. That's more. It's because your dad loved you. Yeah. I uh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I kind of, that was the most, I think, most interesting funeral, celebrity funerals. So then I went into just celebrities people care about. <laughs> like, they wanted to know about their funeral. Yeah. Um, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. It was 1962. And her funeral was super small with only mm-hmm. 31 mourners in attendance. Did you come across the fake photograph? Yeah. 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 Which, yeah. She was actually buried in a, like, a green sheath dress. Like, mm-hmm. very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, but Joe DiMaggio was among the attendees at her funeral and her first and third husbands, Jim Doherty and Arthur Miller did not show. Hmm. There was an essay that came out later from Arthur Miller kind of explaining why, you know, he was one who, uh, the crucible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was crucible. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, had to, and death of a salesman. Why. No, wasn't that him? I need to look. now. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember the name of the sport where people are overweight. So, <laughs> golf and apparently oh god yeah death of a salesman okay oh, i'm smart uh, wow i'm a fucking genius so but yeah he came out with an essay afterwards and explained why he didn't go mm-hmm. and he basically blamed it, the fans for her death yeah which i get well i'm not mad at people that don't go to funerals i i don't judge people that don't go to a funeral no. if if yeah. you don't need to go you don't have to go yeah totally i'm letting you i'm letting you off the hook yeah. right now and if i've said it then it's gold it's gold yes let so it be known if you don't want to go to the funeral don't go it's, and don't feel pressure no it's your story your don't life. give into it yeah so <laughs> don't give into the pressure if you don't need to some people don't need some people shouldn't go like right. some people some people ruin it for everyone yeah. else and but I just, you know, it's, it's personal choice. And try not to judge someone who doesn't yeah, go to a funeral. Yeah, I did. I, I experienced that with my sister, Jenny, when my Mima died because she didn't come. And a lot of people were really upset about it. And I think I was upset about it for a minute. And then I just kind of thought to myself, she took care of her. Yeah. She really cared for she her. She was there for her in life. Yeah. So that's way more important. And she died a long time ago for yeah. Jenny. And, you know, Jenny's still probably grieving. But, yeah. you know. I just... mean, and I mean, I've said I might not go to my grandma's. Yeah. Because well, it's going to be a start. And my mom has said, you don't have to be there. If you yeah. I mean, because. Oh, my God. <laughs> just. 
So many reasons not so to go. So many reasons. Uh, I can count about... <laughs> carry the one. About carry. 13 reasons not to go. <laughs> carry the one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so, you know what? Jim Doherty, Arthur Miller, we ain't mad at you. Yeah. Um, but Joe DiMaggio, mm-hmm. uh, apparently they were dating again. Hmm. Rumors, I don't know if it's yeah. true. But they, were, they had a super short marriage, if I'm not mistaken. But there's a New York Times article, and it said... Joe DiMaggio, grief-stricken ex-husband of Marilyn Monroe, leaned over her casket Wednesday, kissed her lips, and whispered, I love you, I love you. The famed Yankee Clipper did not recover his composure after chapel ceremonies for the beautiful blonde actress and wept as he followed her body to its crypt. As beautiful in death as in life, the actress lay in an open bronze casket during the non-denominational rites, wearing a simple green sheath dress and a green scarf around her neck. In her hand was a tiny bouquet of baby pink roses put there by DiMaggio. Marilyn, only 36... What? I was just imagining the whole scene and thinking to myself, like, the bronze, the green, the pink. Like, that was so, like, yeah. aesthetically pleasing, that color palette. Perfect so, for her. Yeah. Yeah. The blonde hair, just perfect. Yeah, exactly. She was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, Marilyn, only 36, when she died of an overdose of barbiturates early Sunday, was described at her funeral, which this made me sad, mm. as a warm human being, impulsive and shy, sensitive and in fear of rejection yet ever avid for life and reaching out for fulfillment Mm. Mm. so sad those words were delivered in a moving eulogy by the star's former acting coach and close personal friend lee strasberg in a rustic frame chapel surrounded by palms pepper and redwood trees in a small family cemetery there were only 31 mourners a 31 invited mourners at the service and he gives the address it says but a crowd of 500 movie fans and representatives of the press reminiscent of the masses that appeared whenever the glamorous star ventured into public life gathered outside the cemetery along its walls and on its on rooftops more than 100 city policemen pinkerton guards and studio security officers were there to handle the crowd but it was quiet and orderly hmm. so then it talks about joe dimaggio a little bit more and apparently i had always heard this but he made a repeat order every or three times a week. So it was three times a week forever for six fresh long stem red roses to be placed on her grave. Yeah, it says after Marilyn's death, Joe also arranged for flowers to be put at her grave every week for more than 20 years. DiMaggio realized the importance of beautifying her grave with f- fresh flowers and the importance that flowers have in our lives. Yeah. So I thought that was really sweet. sweet. And apparently it was in his will will to do it until his estate ran out of money. Wow. Yeah. I don't think he does it anymore. Yeah. Or it it happens anymore, but it's still beautiful. Yeah. So Carrie Fisher, talking about her earlier, Mm -hmm. she, I'm sure everyone remembers, she died on December 27th after suffering cardiac arrest. Mm -hmm. Did you know, I feel like you probably did, but did you know that her mom died yeah. The ne- yeah. The day after Debbie Reynolds. Yeah. Her daughter, yeah. Her after Carrie passed, and so they had a joint funeral. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. Which I thought yeah. was really sweet. Um, basically, you know, they said she went to be with Carrie. In fact, those were the last words that she spoke this morning. Mm. I know. I was like, oh my god. But Carrie was cremated. Um, at Friday's funeral, Debbie was buried with some of her daughter's ashes. Um she yeah it just goes on and on to talk about this is funny so debbie's only surviving child todd fisher arrived carrying a bright green and white urn that resembled a prozac capsule (laughs) like that's fucking awesome (laughs) says you know carrie was open about her battle with bipolar disorder and also known for her dry sense of humor yes so yeah um heath ledger 
Yeah. That funeral was so sad mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. But after the funeral, they had a small wake at a restaurant beside the ocean. And the site reported that at sunset, about 50 people attending the wake, including Michelle Williams, and Heath Ledger's sister took a splash in the ocean at sunset. Oh, cool. They were shouting hip, hip, hooray. Uh, Kim Ledger reportedly shouted that from the balcony. And one mur- mourner was uh, heard as he climbed out of the water saying this is exactly what Heath would have wanted. Mm. So that was sweet. I was reading this one the other day. I'm PMSing. So this one made me really <laughs> sad for some reason. But Mr. Rogers' funeral. Mm. Um, was it Heinz Hall? I think that's in, is that in Philadelphia or Pittsburgh? I don't know. Someone will have to let us know. Okay. Uh, so it says, you know, at the funeral, there was a friend of, of Roger's infant grandson or cradling Roger's infant grandson sleeping peacefully despite the 2,700 people slipping out of the sun into the cool concert hall. In the lobby were suede covered books and colored pencils for friends to write or draw messages, such as the one under a rainbow of hearts. I hope you are happy in heaven. I love you. It was signed Juliana. <laughs> I love Mr. Rogers. Um, and then Elizabeth Taylor. Do you ever hear about her funeral? I feel like I have. Yeah. But yeah. I, I didn't know this, but it says the start of Elizabeth Taylor's funeral was delayed after the film star left instructions requesting. Yes. That her okay. Should arrive 15 minutes late. Yes. So that's awesome. <laughs> so then like five black stretch limos uh, transported the family to and from the funeral, but no procession was held. The service began 15 minutes after its announced start time and uh, observance of Taylor's parting wish that her funeral start late. <laughs> Said she wanted to be late for her own funeral. Yeah. Um, and then this is somebody that, um, is not very well known to everyone, but he was a famous Puerto Rican boxer mm-hmm. and he just had a really fucking weird wake and I thought it was interesting. He was Christopher Rivera Amaro. I think I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. He was murdered at the age of 23 when he was shot, but his body, and you have to see these pictures, his body was posed or propped up rather in a makeshift boxing ring. Did mm-hmm. I say he was a boxer? I did. Mm-hmm. A boxing ring inside a San Juan community center public housing complex he was standing with sunglasses blue boxing gloves and a yellow and black boxing uniform <laughs> okay mourners post posed with the boxer for photos his head slightly slumped okay he had apparently told his relatives that if he died he wanted his boxing career acknowledged at his funeral he literally looked like he was ready to box <laughs> but apparently this funeral home has a knack for thematic wakes is it the one in dallas no this is the one in puerto rico in oh, San Juan. Oh, oh, yeah yeah he said they once posed a deceased man riding his motorcycle and another man seated while smoking a cigar. <laughs> so we're definitely going to post those pictures on the blog. Um, and my mom wanted me to talk about John Lennon mm-hmm. because that's like, I asked when I asked her like which celebrity yeah. did you the most? She started crying again. Yeah. And so he didn't have a funeral, but what Yoko Ono requested was that they fans take, I think it was 10 minutes of mm-hmm. silence, which is a long time. But it was like a meditation thing. And mm-hmm. so there was everyone in Central Park, like they gathered in Central Park. Imagine what, what you know, the side by mm-hmm. the Dakota where he was shot, what is now Strawberry Fields. And um, all day it was like a festival. And then for 10 minutes, right at two o'clock, it was completely silent. Wow. Yeah. And so fans stood around and mourned. Wow. Yeah. But I'm going to show you just because I want your <laughs> reaction when you see these um, photos. <laughs> So, you know the photographer Annie Leibovitz. Mm-hmm. She shot that the Vogue cover with Yoko and um, 
John Lennon that looks like the Gustav Klimt yeah. uh, painting almost. Yeah. And I've heard that when he was, when she found out he was killed, she still had the film in her camera. I hadn't even processed it yet. Like it was still in her camera. Damn. And like, you know, like I have the last yeah. shots yeah. of John Lennon. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> so nuts that is wild oh, god just that mm. death is like yeah if i had been alive at the time oh, probably would have really affected me <laughs> my yeah. mom said and i remember she didn't say this recently but she said she was driving to she was living in fort stewart my dad was in the military at the time mm-hmm. and she was a teacher and she was driving to work and when she heard the news on the radio she literally pulled over and cried for like three hours and wow in, like didn't go to work didn't call oh, in, wow. just didn't go to she couldn't she was yeah so upset. but okay so check out this boxer sorry i'm turning okay. around the computer <laughs> and you can kind of scroll through those and it's you know okay. everyone can have their own so way, that's the boxer just, yeah and then there's people like <laughs> posing with pictures or for pictures with them it's like <laughs> right and like his head is like slumped and he doesn't look real no he looks like like madame tussauds yeah like a wax that's what it looks like which i guess now that i think about it that's what dead people look like they look like wax yeah because they're so cold god the people posing with him kind of look waxy too that's (laughs) i think that's his son (laughs) not the son oh okay 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 but there's okay maybe it's the lighting (laughs) yeah should have chosen better lighting yeah exactly for your funeral pose. Oh, God. Yeah, isn't that weird, though? It's crazy. Yes. Anyway, so that's my celebrity funeral research. Oh, wow. Yeah. So there was... A- that was really interesting. Was it? What yeah. Was I it? mean, there were some elements I'd heard before, but yeah. not many. I didn't m- know most of that. And I'm kind of surprised by the... Like, some of the statistical research you did. Like, who's... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was funny because when I posted it, I wasn't even thinking about Robin Williams. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? That and just the expense of funerals. Yeah, gotcha. gotcha. Ronald Reagan was so not where I would have gone. I know. And four hundred million. And I thought, what was the next highest one? Um, uh, JFK, and I think it was like forty-one million. It wasn't even that much. There wasn't one between them. Uh, My main thing was just. I can look. I mean, you don't have to. (laughs) The main thing was just the amount of difference. Like his was a landslide, more expensive. How much? Even if that, even if JFK's was two or three, it's still significantly lower than. Like oops, okay. No, it was. um, Oh, the Kip John Eel. So it was yeah forty million dollars, and then so four hundred million. And then forty million was the number two was forty million. Yeah, and then JFK was fourteen million. I mean, that's just fucking crazy. That is exorbitant beyond belief. So much money, so much money. <laughs> oh god. And that you know, again, it wasn't necessarily the funeral cost itself. Yeah, it was just for him to be the leader of the Republican Party. Yeah, it's ironic. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty ironic. <laughs> Yeah, so mm. I'm a saying a lot as more set. <laughs> Be glad I didn't. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So that's my topic. And if you have any um, celebrities you'd like 
me to research yeah you don't want to do it yourself (laughs) and you want me to do again a pretty half-assed job of it let us know i don't know it sounded pretty thorough to me thanks laura i appreciate that my ego needed a boost i'm surprised i didn't cry yeah like i said i am pmsing so i just figured it was just gonna be like why did mr rogers have to die oh that one was that was sad Love Mr. Rogers. We literally grew up in his neighborhood. We did. God, <laughs> and, he, and he saved. But I mean, grew up in figuratively. <laughs> yeah, but he he saved. There's a video that's gone viral recently, but he saved public broadcasting. Mm-hmm. They were going to cut the budget, and not yeah. only did they not cut it, but they doubled it. Wow! And you can, if you watch the video, it's pretty. We'll post it on our blog. Yeah, it's pretty fascinating because they go from this. The guy, the senator, whoever he's talking to, is totally like almost borderline disrespectful and cynical mm-hmm. and just kind of be an asshole. And you can see as Mr. Rogers is talking, his opinion and his attitude and his demeanor change to like respect yeah. and admiration and just in awe of Mr. Rogers' dedication and yeah. passion for educating children. And it was one of those things I watched and I was, I was in tears again. Mm-hmm. I was like, why we need more people like this? yes exactly so thank you mr rogers thanks appreciate it appreciate it gptv (sighs) yeah yeah they have layla so there's i don't know if you've seen it but the daniel tiger Mm -mm. daniel tiger's neighborhood it's a Mm -hmm. cartoon with like live you Mm -hmm. know people sometimes yeah but it's based on mr it's basically like a spinoff of mr rogers so it's the same song some very yeah similar songs like that but it's totally different but very similar if that makes sense but i love that layla watches it Mm -hmm. like yeah babe that's cool yep so anyway well yeah that was very good sorry if we sounded a little tired in this episode yeah we are a little tired we'll try to get our energy up by the i don't next think time. we made you laugh much and <laughs> sorry I'm sorry maybe we'll go chug a, an energy drink do a line of cocaine just kidding kids we don't do drugs no definitely not. definitely not <laughs> not not a, you got a bump case yeah here you go let's do it now <laughs> oh, we're still recording oh wait oh, oops <laughs> ah shit anyway if you're gonna be in athens or atlanta come to our launch party it's gonna be really fun we got a bunch of giveaways and this is probably gonna air after yeah guys and uh (laughs) thanks so much for listening and thanks so much for commenting and reviewing and sharing and you don't have to be a celebrity to have a really cool funeral so send us your stories yes send us your stories which that was the one thing what with this uh, feedback or releasing the episodes I've been so ex- like happy about how many yes. awesome stories we've gotten so many yes really great stories mm-hmm. and we feel lucky that you're sharing them with us I know that was one of the things we were most excited about when we started yeah. this podcast was hearing other people's and everyone, stories and seems like everyone has one mm-hmm. yeah that's the idea that's the idea you know why <laughs> It all ends in a funeral. It all ends in a funeral. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Bye.